Hello and welcome to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm your host, the Sly Dog, and today we're going to do a special episode. As you know, if you're listening on release day, it's Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And I decided to make part of my Father's Day gift a podcast for my dad, because the reason I'm doing this is my dad had a big hand in all the music that like I got into. Um, a lot We listened to a lot of the same music. We share a lot of the same favorite bands. And I gotta be honest, if my dad hadn't got me into music as young as I was, and he hadn't like shown me like some of these bands, like I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast. I probably wouldn't have the job I have in the music industry. So this episode is a thank you of sorts, if you will. It's my way to say, thanks, Dad. Thank- There's some great memories with these songs. So let's relive them. Well, and I'm going to play the songs attached to the memories. And I picked five. I picked five of my favorites. Um, I did have some... Uh, I laid some ground rules kind of going into this. Um, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell the story about the song and the artist. And then I'm going to play the song. And then, you know, so on and so on and so on. Um, but the rules kind of were... Uh, there had to be a story with the artist that I, I got into. Like, every artist here like is someone that might... I was first introduced to by my dad. Like he either said, uh, you should check this out, or he made me listen to it, or I saw it in his collection, and or something like that, you know. Whatever the case might be, because my dad has a great music collection. So, uh, there are bands that, like, there are other bands he got me into, like, other than these five, but not all of them have a story. Like, there's no story with the police. Like, I heard him listening to... Ghost of the Machine one day, I said, can I borrow that? And that's it. There's not really a story there. But uh, these five have a story. So let's jump right in. Uh, first up, we got, uh, at number five, uh, we got Def Leppard. Def Leppard is a kind of a almost a religious thing where where I grew up, <laughs> in my family at least. Uh, both my parents love Def, Def Leppard. Like, that's kind of some common ground here. Like, my mom and dad listen to some of the same music, but not a lot. Uh, but Def Leppard, there was some common ground, so I heard that both from my dad and my mom, and I was always playing growing up, like, it's a big part of the soundtrack to my life, um, and it's the first time I remember my dad being excited to show me something, some new music, like, I distinctly remember the first time I heard the album Euphoria, um, I remember, I don't remember exactly what we were doing, but I remember I was with my dad that day. Um, it was probably the year the tape came out. It was probably like 1998 or something like that. And I remember sitting in the pickup with him. We were going to do something on the farm. And he would bring his cassettes with him and play them in the pickup. And he had one in his shirt pocket. And he said, I want to play you this. It's the new Def Leppard. It's really good. And he popped it in. And Demolition Man started. And it was, and it was really cool because I think we, we both felt really excited about the song. Like, I remember, like, bouncing around in jam, and he had a smile on his face. Like, it's a really good, cool memory. Like, it's the first time I remember him being excited to show me something musically, and now I kind of do the same thing to him. I'm like, you gotta check this band out, you gotta check that band out. But it started with Def Leppard, and that's why Def Leppard's at number five. And I'm gonna play the song that started it all, Demolition Man. This is Demolition Man by Def Leppard. Enjoy. <laughs> Let me loose out your scaffold 
Demolition Man by Def Leppard from the album Euphoria. Fun little fact about that song, it features a little outro guitar by a British race car, race car driver, uh, Damon Hill. Interesting little factoid I have in my brain. Uh, let's move on to number four. Number four, uh, the artist is an artist that my dad has, you know, introduced me to. My number four pick, Electric Light Orchestra, or ELO as I'm going to call them, because that's much shorter to say. Uh, ELO is a band... Uh, you know, they're the melodic 70s continuation of the Beatles, you could call them, if you don't know who they are, but how could you not? Like, their music is everywhere. And uh, they're a band, I have a really, like, you know, funny story tied to how I got introduced to them. So, I remember when we moved to the farm in, I believe, 2001, we got Satellite for the first time. We got uh, DirecTV, and that introduced me to uh, VH1 Classic, and I love that because I can watch all the you know, all the classic rock videos and stuff, you know, all the videos from the 80s and the 70s and some from the 90s. It was really cool. Uh, sadly, VH1 Classic is no more. R.I.P. Too soon. Um, but I remember one day I saw a commercial, and the commercial was for, uh, they were going to show the uh, Kiss Symphony show from Australia. And at the time, I remember thinking, well, that's really fucking weird. Rock and roll and orchestra don't go together. They don't mix. That's not right. That's just wrong. <laughs> so I remember telling my dad about this, and he goes, yeah, they do. They totally mix. Come with me. So I went down to the office with him, and he pulls out the uh, Strange Magic anthology of ELL, and he goes, listen to this. And he put on the song Rock and Roll is King. And it's this punchy little bouncy song you know, you know, it's just a little rockabilly number, and then you get a violin solo in the middle of it, and I was, like, I was like, whoa, that's really cool. And it seems like after that, you know, ELO is a band that my, me and my dad always seem to kind of come back to. Like, if I get an album by ELO that he doesn't have, he always asks me, you know, how is it? Is it good? Like, that's, you know, there's something about that band that, like, we always end up talking about the stuff we like about ELO and, you know, getting deeper into them, and I love that. And I love that story. It just makes me smile when I think about it. So I'm going to play Rock and Roll is King from the Secret Messages album. Uh, here it is, the full version. Which, by the way, just a little note. If you have the Greatest Hits collection and you have Rock and Roll is King, it cuts out some little weird audio bits you may have never heard before. Like, because the album is full of secret, scary secret messages. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, any no weird noises you hear, it's just secret messages. Listen closely. From secret message messages, we got Rock and Roll is King. Let's hit it.
Rock and Roll is King by Electric Light Orchestra from Secret Messages. Love that song. A lot of fun. And Secret Messages is a great record that you should check out if you've never heard. It's one of the more underrated ELO records. But uh, moving forward, uh, my number my number three pick is uh, Judas Priest. Judas Priest has become one of my all-time favorite bands. I love Judas Priest. And uh, my love of that music kind of it started a little bit uh, with my dad, actually. Uh, there, like Judas Priest is the only band on the list where there's kind of an exception to my pre to my rule, I guess you could say about bands my dad got me into because it was a it was uh, two things came together simultaneously to get me into to Judas Priest. One was my dad. The other was VH1 Classic was promoting the hell out of Angel of Retribution. That was their uh, comeback album. In 2003, 2004, fuck, I'm getting old. God damn. Um, yeah, and I remember seeing the video for Revolution and going, this is really cool. Rob Halford's got a really cool voice. And I remember, like, my dad had, like, I remember seeing, like, some of the CDs in my dad's office when I would sneak in there when I wasn't supposed to and go through his music. They all, like, the album covers were always really cool. Like, Defenders of the Faith had the Metallion, and there's the Eagle on Screaming for Vengeance, and there's that great image on British Steel of, you know, the hand holding the razor or, or the cover of Turbo. Like, it's all kinds of cool, like, 
imagery, but what did it sound like? Like, I wanted to go deeper. So, I remember asking my dad at the time if I could borrow his Screaming for Vengeance CD. And his caveat was I could if I helped him clean the calf pens. Which I didn't. So, of course, the logical thing to do in this situation was steal the CD and make a copy at my grandparents' house, because they had just got a computer that could do that. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Uh, and... That album blew me away. It blew my mind. Like, I'd never heard music like this before. Before Like, Rob Halford's, like, high, shrieky vocals, the twin guitars that were playing together. Like, it just all came together in this crazy concoction that just blew my hair back. Blew me away. It was incredible. And then, <laughs> Dad did eventually find out. I think he found out pretty quickly because he, he heard the music coming from my room, from the copy I made of the album. But he kind of relented after that, and, you know, uh, showed me, he showed me British Steel, he showed me Defenders of the Faith, which became my favorite Judas Priest album, and they're just a band that, like, I look up to, like, I, <laughs> I it's gonna sound weird, I use energy from artists I like, I take that energy and put it into things, like, I take Judas Priest energy, I take Prince energy, I take cool Rick Ocasek energy, whatever the case may be, and I put it into myself, and I take that into situations that I need to take it into, you know, for good karma, just for good feelings. And Judas Priest is a big part of that, because Judas Priest is such a, such a powerful, strong, forceful band. Like, very positive. Like, it's they're the most powerful metal, powerful and positive metal band I can think of. So, with that said, I'm going to play something uh, from the Defenders of the Faith album. My dad actually was lucky enough to see the Defenders of the Faith tour, um, and I'm really jealous of that. Like, the two shows of my dad's I wish I could go see. D Judas Priest in 84 and Ozzy Osbourne in 2010. So, thanks for that, Dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he, he told me about both shows and they were both great. Um, I'm gonna play, um, I'm, you know what, I'm not gonna tell you what song I'm gonna play. I'm gonna introduce the song like Rob Halford does in concert. So, give me a moment, let me get into character. All fear! The Sentinel.
one another The standoff keeps the time Then all at once the silence falls As the bell ceases its chime Upon the line the challengers With shrieks and cries rush forth The knights fly out like bullets Upon their deadly course Screams of pain and agony Rent the silent air Amidst the dying bodies Blood runs everywhere The figure stands expressionless Impassive and alone Unmoved by his victory And the seeds of death is growing major beer in the country. Jeb, you're a lot better at picking beer than you are at load rolling. Well, I think I do pretty good at both. Old Milwaukee beer tastes as great as its name. That was The Sentinel by Judas Priest from Screaming for Vengeance, and I realized I gotta correct myself on something I said. Um, I realize now that Angel of Retribution actually came out in 2005. So, had to correct myself, otherwise it's going to make me nuts when I listen back to the episode. So, I'd also like to make another note about something you just heard. Um, that was a joke, by the way. I'm not sponsored by Old Mill. And now that my mother has probably finished screaming at the radio about toilet water, we're going to move on to the number two band that my dad got me into. This is like my, I guess you could say my second favorite on the list. Um, and that band would be Styx. Styx, I know, is one of my dad's favorite bands. And they've become one of mine over the years. Uh, you, we cannot... I, I'd be surprised if you didn't know who Styx was if you're listening to this. But, uh, you know, classic rock and uh, great vocals. Three great singers in the, ba in the band. Dennis DeYoung, Tommy Shaw, JY. And uh, the first time I remember listening to Styx was with my dad in the pickup again. I remember at the time he bought a replacement copy of uh, Grand Illusion and he wanted to play it for me in the pickup and he put it on 
And at this point, I'd only really been into one other band who we will be talking about later in the episode. Like, there had been one band at this point that I'd gotten into and, like, I, I like, loved and adored and, like, and was obsessed with. Maybe to the point of some annoyance to some people, but it was true. But he put this on, and this was the first thing I remember, other than that band I'm referencing, that really, like, caught my ear. Like, the big chords at the beginning of Grand Illusion, like, on the keyboard. Like, it felt so big and epic. Like, it's something, something awesome is about to happen, and then it builds and builds and builds, and then it, the music kind of changes and it goes into goes into the first verse. It's just magical. Like I remember feeling magical, and it like it's, I remember paying really close attention to the album. Like at that point, I think I really only liked songs, but that was like maybe the first like full album I got into. Like that's something I have to hear front to back. I can't just pick songs from Grand Illusion. I got to start to finish that record. It's phenomenal, and that band, you know always stuck with me and dad like you know he he was always happy to talk about sticks always happy to listen to sticks and he's seen them quite a bit over the years i saw sticks for the first time i want to say it was 20 2017 i think was the first time i saw sticks the only time i've seen i've seen sticks actually but i i have seen now i saw sticks once i've seen dennis de young twice and i have to say for the listeners out there go see dennis de young it's a better show the better band. Uh, sorry, JY and Tommy, but I just enjoy Dennis's show more. And yeah, I don't know. Dennis has always been the guy for me. He's my favorite member of the band. He's my favorite voice. He's my favorite writer out of the like the main three writers. But that's for another podcast. I'm hoping to get him on eventually, and I can't wait for his new record. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna play my favorite. One of my favorite Sticks songs. It's hard for me to pick an exact favorite, but this one, I remember hearing, like, because my dad at the time had got Pieces of Eight on CD for the first time. I, I can't remember how old I was, but I know it was later on because we were living on the farm. Like, he just got Pieces of Eight on CD, and he was excited to listen to it. And I was in the office with him when he played it one time. And the lyrics to the title track, Pieces of Eight, like, really got me. It really stuck with me. and still stick with me to this day. I feel like they hold a lot of power. They hold a lot of weight. It's some of Dennis's best lyrics, and it's criminally underappreciated. So I'm going to play that now. This is Pieces of Eight from the album of the same name by Styx. Enjoy. Six o'clock, good morning sounds are everywhere. The warmth of spring, a gentle breeze blows through my hair. stopping to see how beautiful it was meant to be I'm just a So people say 
That was Pieces of Eight by Sticks. And now, my number one band that my dad got me into, my all-time favorite band, actually, and anybody that knows me really well listening to this should know this was coming, and that's The Cars. The Cars. The classic new wave, like, rock and roll, whatever you want to call it, band from the late 70s to the mid-80s. The Cars. Uh, incredible, incredible band that I adore. And they're the band that started it all for me. Like, literally, like, music for me begins and ends with The Cars. It's the first song I ever remember hearing is a song by The Cars. And that's all thanks to my dad. My dad loves to tell the story of when I was very little. And I actually have some faint memories of this somewhere in my head, but I remember sitting in the car seat in the pickup, and I always wanted to hear what my dad said I would call the Lello Cars tape, because <laughs> the spine of the tape was yellow. It was the Cars' greatest hits. And that band, those songs, became the catalyst for everything I was going to do <laughs> musically, from being a singer to getting into the music business and doing what I do now. Like, it all started with the Cars, and it all started, you know, with my dad. And I gotta say thanks for that, because, you know, music's been something that we share, and, you know, and it's been a very positive force in my life. Like, music is, you know, like, it's, like, a huge part of everything I do. It's the reason I do this podcast. I do it for the love of music. And that seed was planted with this band. Um, I, growing up, I wanted to be Rick Ocasek. I wanted to be the tall, mysterious dude in sunglasses. Uh, I did not quite end up that mysterious. I ended up pretty tall, though. Um, and if I ever met Rick Ocasek, I don't know what I'd say. I probably would not be able to play it as cool as he would. <laughs> but yeah, I love the cars. I, not, I cannot get enough of them. We talk about the cars a lot when we talk about music. And uh, we've both been enjoying the reissues they've been doing. Hey, guys at Rhino, hurry the fuck up with that door-to-door -door remaster. Sorry, sorry. Getting <laughs> getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Just really want that to come out. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. This is kind of where it all wraps up with the cars. I want to wrap it up where it began. And I just want to say thanks to my dad again. Thanks for, you know, introducing me to all this awesome music, but also giving me the work ethic you did, you know, like, giving me the encouragement you did. Like, I love you, man. Like, you're the best dad a guy could ask for. And I'm going to end it where it all started. Bring it full circle from the Lalo Cars tape. This is just what I needed by the cars.
Sly Dog Music Cast. If you want to know what's going on, follow me on Twitter at Sly Dog Music Cast or Facebook at Sly Dog Music Cast. Thanks again for listening. Peace, love, and music.